Hey everyone, welcome back to Sin Student Ministries Anchored Podcast. Today we are in Luke chapter 14. Luke chapter 14 reads, One Sabbath, when he went to dine at the house of a ruler of the Pharisees, they were watching him carefully. And behold, there was a man before him who had dropsy. And Jesus responded to the lawyers and Pharisees, saying, Is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath or not? But they remained silent. Then he took him and healed him and sent him away. And he said to them, Which of you, having a son or an ox that has fallen into a well on a Sabbath day, will not immediately pull him out? And they could not reply to these things. Now he told a parable to those who were invited, when he noticed how they chose the places of honor, saying to them, When you are invited by someone to a wedding feast, do not sit down in a place of honor, lest someone more distinguished than you be invited by him. And he who invited you will both come and say to you, Give your place to this person, and then you will begin with shame to take the lowest place. But when you're invited, go and sit in the lowest place, so that when your host comes, he may say to you, Friend, move up higher. Then you will be honored in the presence of all who sit at table with you. For everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, and he who humbles himself will be exalted. He said also to the man who had invited him, When you give a dinner or banquet, do not invite your friends or brothers, or your relatives or rich neighbors, lest they also invite you in return, and you be repaid. But when you give a feast, invite the poor, the crippled, the lame, the blind, and you will be blessed, because they cannot repay you, for you will be repaid at the resurrection of the just. When one of those who reclined at table with him heard these things, he said, Blessed is everyone who will eat bread in the kingdom of God. And he said to him, A man once gave a great banquet and invited many. And at the time for the banquet, he sent his servant to say to those who had been invited, Come, for everything is now ready. But they all alike began to make excuses. The first said to him, I have bought a field, and I must go out and see it. Please have me excused. And another said, I have bought five yoke of oxen, and I go to examine them. Please have me excused. And another said, I have married a wife, and therefore I cannot come. So the servant came and reported these things to his master. Then the master of the house became angry and said to his servant, Go out quickly to the streets and lanes of the city, and bring in the poor and crippled and blind and lame. And the servant said, Sir, what you commanded has been done, and still there is room. And the master said to the servant, Go out to the highways and hedges and compel people to come in, that my house may be filled. For I tell you, none of those men who are invited shall taste my banquet. Now great crowds accompanied him, and he turned and said to them, If anyone comes to me and does not hate his own father and mother and wife and children and brother and sisters, yes, and even his own life, he cannot be my disciple. Whoever does not bear his own cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. For which of you desiring to build a tower does not first sit down and count the cost, whether he has enough to complete it? Otherwise, when he has laid a foundation and is not able to finish, all who see it begin to mock him, saying, This man began to build and was not able to finish. Or what king going out to encounter another king in war will not sit down first and deliberate whether he is able with ten thousand to meet him who comes against him with twenty thousand? And if not, while the other is yet a great way off, he sends a delegation and asks for terms of peace. So therefore, any one of you who does not renounce all that he has cannot be my disciple. Salt is good, but if that salt has lost its taste, how shall its saltiness be restored? It is of no use either for the soil or for the manure pile. It is thrown away. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. For today's nugget, we're really going to focus in on verses 15 through 24 here in what is commonly called the parable of the great banquet. And so one of the men who is there at the table with him shouts out this exclamation about blessed is everyone who will eat bread in the kingdom of God. So this phrase that he's just used seems to be some sort of like pious exclamation about the Jewish people being invited to the great banquet. And Jesus's response to that displays that it's more than that that's going to take place because he walks through this parable where this man has a great banquet and he invites all of his friends and all of the different people that would come to it. And all of the people accept the invitation. 
They don't say no at the point of the invitation, but when it comes time to actually go to the banquet, they all come up and have excuses. So it is important for us to understand that at this point in time when they're throwing these banquets, they would be given a general idea of when the event was going to take place, but then they would, once they gathered all of the necessary items and everything was truly ready, they would be called into that banquet. So when that takes place, they're not coming and they're giving excuses. And these excuses are all things that really don't make sense. So the person says, I bought land and I haven't seen it, so I need to go check it out. Another said, I bought five yoke of oxen and I actually have to go examine them. You wouldn't buy these items in the absence of actually seeing them. It's not like they had online shopping and they're waiting to see whether they got hoodwinked by what's going on. They would have bought these things by seeing them. Same thing here with this one who says, hey, I've just married a wife and I can't come. You're thinking about these newlywed people would not come to a social engagement. Now, while it is true that they would be not forced to go to military service or things like that, it just doesn't make sense to not be present with the newlywed wife at this social event. In fact, that would probably be what they're doing most above all things. So they have these three ridiculous excuses for not coming in. And so he goes and he begins to invite others who will come and take part in what he has already prepared. And so as they do that, they go and they invite these people who would be considered unworthy of coming into this situation. These people who are lame, these people who are sick, these people who are out of what you would say would be the normal people that you would be invited to a banquet. Then finally, he says, even go out to the highways and byways and just compel people, ask them, beg them to come in. And then he fills his banquet with those people. This teaching is truly really an indictment against the religious leaders who had been invited to God's great banquet feast and yet had looked at the Old Testament prophets, looked at the warnings of what was going to come, said, yes, I would love to come, but now in the presence of Jesus are not responding appropriately. So Jesus says, I'm going to go and go to those who are poor, crippled, lamed, seemingly unworthy by your standards and invite those in because they're going to respond. They're going to see their need for a savior, they're going to want to decide to follow and give their lives wholly over to the Lord. Then he also focuses here on how the Gentile inclusion is going to come. Hey, going to the highways and hedges represents that, that they're going to go and open this up to truly anyone who will respond because of the hard-heartedness, the unbelief, and the excuses of the religious elite. So when we think about that today, it's really a call of warning to us to not be in a place where we assume salvation and we assume that we are ready and prepared for what the Lord is doing, but instead to have a soft heart to be looking towards his spirit and to be understanding truly what we can see at other parts of this passage, that we're called to be humble and we're called to be in a situation, in a state of mind where we understand the depth of grace, the depth of mercy that's been poured out upon us by God and understanding that we're undeserving of those things, understanding that we are those who are poor, crippled, and lame, who have been invited to this banquet feast and to be delighted to be in the presence of the Lord and to allow ourselves to worship him appropriately for that.
quite a few questions that could really pop up really fast as you're reading through this passage. First one is, what is dropsy? Dropsy is a medical condition where fluid is being retained by tissues and other parts of the body. It's usually caused by like liver failure or cancer or other things like that. And so it would have been a common, very visible condition that we really call edemas now because of the swelling that takes place when that fluid is retained. So as you read through this, that's what dropsy is. So as you read through this passage, whether your question is about defining some of the words or phrases or situations that you're seeing, or whether it's a theological issue that you're looking into, I pray that you would be able to find answers to that question by asking those around you, by using the tools that you have at your disposal to study God's Word, to learn in a greater sense what He's trying to explain to us about the world that He's placed us in and how He desires us to live. Know today you are loved.